Hi friends, I'm Elisa, the founder of Revelation Wellness. You are an answer to our prayers. And now I want to invite you into Body Freedom Reset, five days of healthy and whole living. This five-day reset is totally free. If you're exhausted by the roller coaster of moving between obsessing over your body and your health, or the other extreme of neglecting your body, mind, and soul, I want you to know there is more available to you than what the world offers. We've been there too. We are all subject to loud and frequent messages from the world about what our bodies should look like or be able to do. The dog days of diet culture are over. You don't have to conform to the standards of the world. God has a new message of freedom for you as it relates to your body, and I can't wait to share it with you for five days. Wherever you are on your body journey, this is the place to begin. Hey, Revelation Wellness friends. If you're ready to get off the roller coaster of obsessing or neglecting over your body, the Body Freedom Reset is for you. It's a free five-day reset. No gimmicks. That's not what we're about here. This is a new way that isn't an endless cycle of dieting and shame. Just swipe up on the show notes and get started for free today. I'm Aaron, one of the teammates here, and I want to let you know that this is a special episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. As you begin to rev the word with Elisa today, you're not just going to hear from the word of God, but you're also going to hear from Elisa's heart about where we are as a ministry today. We want to invite you to go for a walk, a run, or however you want to move your body as you listen to this today. And as you do, we want you to rate and review us in all the places. We'd also invite you to leave a voice message. We listen to every voice message that comes in through the podcast. If you would like to do that, the link is in the show notes. And finally, a big thank you to our donors that make the Revelation Wellness Podcast possible. It is because of your donations that this podcast reaches people around the world every single year. So thank you. Now, without further ado, let's dive right in. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Deep breath, inhale, <laughs> and exhale. Just so you know, I have two favorite disco songs, and this is one. <laughs> and if I need a little pick-me-up, this one comes on. So, you're welcome. Welcome to my disco party for about the first four minutes. Friends, we're going to move our body. However you want to move your body is good. And as we move our body, <laughs> we're going to get up to some higher reasoning, some hope, joy, love. We're going to remember that God is on the throne. Gosh, he is not confused over you or about your life. So take a deep breath. Inhale, maybe shake your arms a bit. Lower your shoulders. Be obnoxious. 
Go ahead. Move your body in kind of an exaggerated way right now. For just a few seconds. Shake it out. Friends, I'm Elisa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness, and the creator of all this stuff. <laughs> well, not all of it. I have a lot of team now that helps to create some amazing content for you here at Revelation Wellness, where we are spreading the love of Jesus through physical and mental health practices. That's what we're doing. We're practicing today for a wholehearted faith. Wholeheartedness. Can I get an amen? Just think about that. What would your life look like right now to just be whole? You know what I always say? You may not be healthy right now. In other words, there may be some trials, some tests, some weaknesses showing up for you, but you can be whole. It means you're being held together, all things as they should be. And you're like, Elisa, I got some hard things going on. It shouldn't be this way. I feel you, friend. But it is, <laughs> because God works his strength through our weakness, our faith through our fear. He comes through when we're praying for that breakthrough. He is faithful, even when we are faithless. And whatever you're walking through today, whatever trial, trouble, adversity, test or storm, let's all agree, he's God, he knows. All right, so let's pray, Jesus. The revelation of who you are and the knowledge of who you are, we need that today, in this time. Come into our hearts and make yourself completely at home, take over. Drive out the voices of dissent, and we lift you high, God. Remind us of who you are. And God, we don't just want to know about your word. We want to encounter you in our bodies, in your word. If that's true for you, say amen. In Jesus' name. Our teaching text for today talking about, listen, this one goes out to the person, it's just not adding up. <laughs> Things are not adding up. You have a faith, you love Jesus, but it's not adding up. You're in the trial, you're in the storm. So here we go. Matthew 8, 23 to 27. And when he, being Jesus, got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. 
but he was asleep. And they went and woke him saying, save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, why are you afraid? Oh, you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, what sort of man is this, that even winds and sea obey him? This is the word of the Lord. This account of a story with Jesus that happens in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, <laughs> they remember this storm. And I love Mark's account. In his account, he says, but he was in the stern asleep on the cushion. I'll come back to that. Let's get in our body right now as you move, you feel your heart rate, your breath. Maybe you don't feel your heart rate. Maybe just take a minute to take your hand, put it over your heart, feel it. Come on, maybe tap your chest a bit. Maybe tell your body, good job body. We're doing this, we're whole. On a scale of one to 10, move towards a seven to an eight. Anything above a five, you're moving your body on purpose. Everything under a five, that's daily living. That's just getting about your life. Some moments when I take stairs, I might get into a four, five, or six. But right now, stay above a five, move to a seven. Add a seven. You need to, you can breathe through your nose with your mouth closed, but as you get to an eight, it is better to pop the mouth open and breathe through both the nose and the mouth. Cleanse the breath. Cleanse yourself with the breath. All right, friend, question. Are you a follower of Jesus and finding that you have followed Jesus right into a mess? <laughs> and you're wondering right now, God, where are you? Be an eight. Come on, rock it out with him. Right now in your body pushing that anxiety out. And hope molecules like serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine are beginning to release themselves because you were made for this storm. You were made for it. Pull back. 
How do you know that, Elisa? How do you know it? Because you followed Jesus. This is why I would worry for my life if I wasn't doing my very darndest to follow Jesus. And listen, if you haven't been, it's time. Confess that you don't trust him. Confess that you have deceitful desires in your heart. And guess what? You're forgiven and you're restored immediately. Not after you do penance or prove yourself. Those who draw near to him, he draws near to, and he will not reject. Be his. All right, now that that's out of the way, we're all following Jesus. Literally, if you just turned about, welcome. Now get in the boat. <laughs> Come on, get in the boat. Y'all, Jesus got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Oh, these sweet little disciples <laughs> running around with their water guns <laughs> and their plastic badges. Come on. They thought he was gonna come and restore the kingdom and do what they wanted him to do. Where Jesus was only gonna do what he saw the Father doing and he was gonna blow their mind by making a way for all people, for all time to have relationship with God. This was not in their plans. Following Jesus will disrupt your comfort. You're making sense of the world. You're making meaning. When you follow Jesus, doesn't make sense. But it's better. What else are you gonna do? Where else are you gonna go? He's God. Friends, I want you to push towards an eight and hold that eight. Hold it. So I want you to get in the, in the story for a minute. Jesus gets into the boat. That's a choice. He knew what he was doing. He didn't stumble into it. He didn't have a sudden, hey, you know what? I think I want to take a boat. He knew what he was doing. He got into the boat knowing his followers would follow him. I want you to just use your mind right now. Whatever trial, testing, storm you are in, where you're wondering, where are you, God? Where are you? Listen, I'm in one, guys. I am so deep in one, like, uh, pretty much about up to my shoulders in water. But you're there, and I want you to see that situation. As you move, I'm gonna go quiet. I want you to let the Holy Spirit show you what he, that he was there when he led you into this storm. Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the Spirit. This is a test. 
Let the Holy Spirit show you his sovereignty, his security, his strength as he led you into this storm. Y'all, as the human race, I believe God knew we were stepping in to a global pandemic. He knew, and he said, follow me, follow me. Friends, can I just drop the bomb here for a second? Followers follow no matter their feelings. Paul, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, listen to what Paul says. That he followed Jesus right into imprisonment, beating, near death, five times 40 lashes, three times beaten with rods, once with stones, three times shipwrecked, at night and a day, a drifted sea, on journeys, in danger from rivers, robbers, danger from his own people, the Jews, the Gentiles, danger in the city, wild eyes, danger at the sea, danger from false brothers, toil, hardship, sleepless nights, hunger, thirst, without food, in cold and exposure. And then he says in verse 28, and apart from other things, there's this daily pressure on me, my anxiety for all the churches. But Paul's gonna go on into the next chapter and say, but I boast in this, in my weakness, he is made strong. You're following. Keep going. Go through it. God is faithful. He's faithful. Stay in eight. If you fall off the eight, take a breath and try to come back. Relax your arms. Use your arms. Pump them. Come on. Come on. I want you to dig a little deeper into your core, your strength of belly, lighten your feet. Look at this, watch what happens. Whatever you're doing, do it a little lighter right now. Think lighter and boom, you just automatically move a little lighter. Notice that? Come on, your brain is connected to your body and all I'm doing is inputting information to feed your brain faith. Get in the boat. Stay in the boat. And the boat was being swamped by the waves. God knows what he is doing. Fight the good fight of keeping faith. And friends, 
Don't forget to rest. And it's not gonna happen. I need another minute and 15 seconds. And then you will rest. Come on. If you wanna push to a nine, I don't care. See the waves as tall as your body, washing over your family, your money, your house, your job. And see Jesus with you, resting, not anxious. He led you to this moment. He led you to it. He did not make a mistake. He's known for all time. He has known and he knows the course of all time. So we are never without resource. Rest, bring it back to a restful mode, active recovery, come down to a four, five, don't worry about your calorie counters. Okay, here's what I love about this passage. <laughs> but he was asleep. He was asleep. Listen to me. Jesus wasn't playing asleep. He wasn't thinking to himself, hmm, I'm going to get in this boat and I'm going to close my eyes and pretend to be asleep to test their faith and see what they do. No, he was actually tired. And he knew a storm was coming. He didn't decide to push through his tiredness in order, in order to help keep his disciples' faith up. No, he was the substance of faith. And he was man. And in his faith, he didn't fear the storm, but in his humanity, his body needed some sleep. That's why I love the account in Mark that he was asleep on a cushion. You know what that meant? When Jesus got in the boat, he knew the storm was coming and he knew he was tired. So he purposely looked for the place to rest his head. And of course he knew, oh, my friends are gonna freak out, but I'm tired. <laughs> And I trust God, my Father, and have come to do His will, and I'm not going to worry about my friends. And He knew it was gonna test their faith. And the testing of our faith is good for us. Come on, this is why we train. Go ahead and move up to a six. A seven, you should be able to smile. Jesus had great self-care because he knew the one who cared for him and the one who would be faithful to him. He knew that the Father wanted him to go on mission. And so, if the mission is to go on, then there's nothing that could take Jesus out, not a storm not across. He could ride that storm and sleep. 
Y'all, I, I put this into practice. Whenever I'm on a plane, I don't love plane rides. Not my favorite. What I really don't love is turbulence. Woo! You wanna get my, my sympathetic nervous system fired up? Put me in turbulence. So what I need to do is remember, I'm on this plane for a purpose, especially if I'm gonna go speak. And when the plane has turbulence, I remember, I'm in God's hands right now. This is not outside of his, his mind, his awareness. And so I gotta trust that God wants to get me to where I'm going. Then there's no nosedive or plane malfunction that can keep me from getting there. So I begin to vision myself like a little toy plane in the hand of God. And I begin to vision him just moving it around in the sky like a five-year-old playing with a plane as if he was a daredevil pilot. I do. And then I just sit back and go for the ride. Push towards that seven solid. Now, this was the kind of faith that Paul had that even though it certainly didn't feel good for him, turbulence does not feel good for me, but I can lean back and remember, I'm following God, I'm following him, I'm doing the very best I can. Am I perfect at it? No. Are you? No. You're being perfected as you follow. So I, I can be content and so can you. Friends, as I said, I'm up to my chest in water right now. Let me just, can I just talk to you real for a minute? Here we go, real talk, real talk. Father, Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to stay one. Rev, Revelation Wellness, much like my marriage in the earlier years, I followed God into the mess of my marriage. And y'all, He's faithful to save. And now, I have followed God into Revelation Wellness. Listen, he called me, I didn't want to do it. But he had my heart. And I was more in love with him than what people thought of me, and so I said yes. And guess what? God was faithful year after year to help bring increase. People, resources, energy, time, gifts, and then COVID hit, friends. <laughs> and again, God knew, follow me. We're gonna get through this. And right now, in the last two years, we have lost more money at Revelation Wellness than I, than I can even fathom. Coming up on a million dollars, everyone. COVID wiped us out. And here's how it wiped us out. It fractured us all. The body is lying in pieces and we are still sent to the body of Christ. So friends, God's gotta provide. And I guess I come to you now because this is for the health of you and the health 
of sustaining what God called. If you have been blessed by these podcasts, this ministry, these messages, give. Come on, destroy hell with me because right now the enemy is saying you are perishing. You are going down. And God looks at me and says, why are you afraid? Oh, you have little faith. Ask, seek, knock. So I am asking. I am seeking and I am knocking on your door right now. If you took one fitness class in your community, how much would it cost per week? Donate. Become a partner. Destroy hell with your dollars, with your time. With, remember that podcast I did about energy? Your body is for ability and energy gives you ability to make money, create things, multiply good, take your money, destroy hell, go to a nine. Cover. Come on. Come on. Huh. He's inviting us. Lay your head on his lap. He knows. He knows. And listen. In his knowing, there is an obedience to keep leaning in. Being uncomfortable. Y'all, it's not comfortable for me to come to you and say, we need help. I just wrote a book on this. It's called The Body Revelation. And one of the linchpins of our ability to turn our body for the purposes of God comes when we can humble ourselves and ask for help. Help. We need help. So, we're going to recover, friend. Swipe up on the show notes. I Listen, my staff doesn't even know I'm doing this. Because I heard from the Lord, Elisa, you got to talk about this. You can't keep pretending that everything's okay. Listen, I'm freaking out in my flesh, but in my faith, I'm not just like that airplane in God's hand. <laughs> I'm not freaking out. But I can't be alone in this, so I have to come out and tell you. 
And I know if you look at Revelation Wellness, you might think, well, they're doing just fine. Listen, I'm like, can I say this? Probably none of your ministry places are doing fine. Can I say that again? Probably none of them. So listen to me. I don't care if you don't give here. Give somewhere. Prophesy to the dry bones the word of God that my treasures are not in my money. <laughs> my treasure is in the field and I'm going to sell everything to buy the field. The field of faith. Generational faith. You are building generational wealth for the people of God. And listen to me. If you make more than $10 an hour, no, actually, I think it's even more than $3 an hour. You are of the wealthiest of people in the world. When you stack us against all those who do not have, we are wealthy, friends. Take your $2, be the billionaire that you are, invest it. Come on. Oh, I'm getting hot in this one. Y'all, if I am here for physical and mental health practices, for a wholehearted faith, nothing can own you. Your money cannot own you. Be generous. <laughs> Resuscitate the body of Christ. She's in pieces. And listen, at Revelation Wellness, we have a mandate. We give money away. We give money away. It's a mandate. And I'm not stopping. Could I? Sure. I could say, you know what, God? You know we need this money, so you go ahead and take care of those ministries. No, no, no. I know. That would be a scarcity mindset. An abundance, wealth mindset says there's more where this came from. And guess what? It's in you. So friend, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast. You might be listening to this two months after I went live with it. This message is still alive. Give. Give to your ministries. Give. And if you're like, Elisa, I can't afford, then you need to get with God because your finances are upside down. And you need to set a goal before you of what money is supposed to look like in your life. And then you build according to that vision, not the one the world gives you, because the world's gonna give you that money looks like designer clothing, Louis bags. Uh-huh. Now listen to me, I have nothing against any of that. Don't judge. But give. Just give, gracious assumptions, give. Swipe up on the show notes and become a monthly partner. Pray about it. Pray about what it's worth to you. Again, I know here in this state of Arizona, I can go drop into a class, be led by an instructor, be taught for about $10 a class, for one class. And I do this with you four times a month. We do this with you. If not me, Aaron, Kara, Katrina. Uh-huh. 
Now, I'm not asking you, that is not the Richter scale. I'm just trying to give you perspective. Because the enemy has stolen. And God wants his stuff back. But first he needs his people back. Because then we carry the plunder out on our backs from the enemy's territory. I believe the best days for the church are ahead of us. And we don't need a lot of people anymore. I don't want a lot of people. I want the right people. So if this ministry has been blessing you, take action today. Get. Keep us in the airwaves. Keep us sending out our ambassadors. These are people who work with those in marginalized communities, those coming out of sex trafficking, those in prisons, those who have come through as wounded veterans. Y'all, we are not just doing weight loss for Jesus. It is life and life abundant in the image bearers of God and their bodies have not been ministered to, so send us. All right, now, I've got three points for you. Because maybe yours isn't, maybe yours is about finances. Maybe yours are about friendships. Maybe yours is about your health. Maybe yours is about your job, whatever it is, right? That's what wellness is. Wellness is this huge wheel that makes up your whole life being well that you're well at your workplace, that you're well in your intimate relationships, that you're well in your finances, that you're well in your body. And Jesus sleeps. He's limited and he knows we're limited. So he's inviting us into his rest. And here's how you get there, ready? Number one, don't get distracted. Woo, y'all. The accuser of the brethren accuses day and night. He tells me, you're going down. You got about one year left and you're done. He tells me that. He taunts. And that's when I have to fall back and go, you know what? God called. I didn't want to come. This is his job. He will provide. He will provide. I do not let myself get distracted. I don't, I hear the voice of dissent. I talk back to it in the name of Jesus. Leave. It's not allowed to shout at me. So, notice if you're being distracted, then refuse it. That's what the word anxiety means, to cut into pieces, distraction. To detract, take away from the whole. <laughs> I am single-minded, guys. It's freedom or bust. Which, honestly, I've already had that conversation with the enemy. It's okay. This is bust. I'm going for bust. Bring it. <laughs> Some of you need to stop right now. Plant your feet on the ground. Punch your fist into the floor and say, bring it. What do you got, enemy? Bring it. I trust God. I'm going to go take a nap. Number two, you're in the storm, keep your eyes on Jesus. Number two, remember who called you. You didn't call yourself to this. 
God's word says, you didn't choose me, I chose you. So if he chose, then you are here by the will of God. Did I follow another voice here? No, did you? No. You followed him right into the storm of COVID-19. You followed him right into this place of a chronic illness or disease, and he'll get you out. Following Jesus is comforting and is confounding. Remember who called you. The one who said, let there be. It's on him. Cast your cares. It's on him. Some of you use your body to cast your cares. It's on him. And then finally, friend, recount his faithfulness. Recently, I did an inventory of my unanswered prayers, y'all. And I only came up with two. Now listen, I have prayers that are in process. They haven't been answered yet. But I can only come up with two that was a for sure no. And it looks like this, one, was that God would heal my mom from cancer. We prayed, oh I prayed, we prayed. We stood in presence of the Lord and prayed and asked several times. Some of you Revelation Wildlife instructors, you were there when we prayed. And she wasn't healed. But you know what? She was, <laughs> and she is. Well, so that, there goes that prayer. He was faithful. And number two, and unanswered prayers, I have prayed for open doors that haven't opened. And those doors have passed by. They did not open. But guess what? Others have. <laughs> and all his promises are yes and amen. And finally, friends, rebel with rest. Rebel with rest. Psalm 127, he gives his beloved sleep. I'm gonna rest. I'm gonna take a nap. You know, I might do it today in the middle of the day, just because I trust and know that God did not have me follow him into a boat in order for us to sink. How about you? God, we love you, we thank you. Use this message to build your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Make us healthy, make us whole, set us free. May we transform this world with the love of God that has transformed us. And we bind the enemy in his accusing voice and his lying tongue. You are God and you are faithful. And we will wait to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Friends, thank you. Donors, thank you. Be blessed. Peace.
Too good to not believe. 